There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Chalk and the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve and tonight we'll be discussing episode 5 of season 4 of Killjoys. Yay! So first we have to say we are a little late because Steve had a bit of an emergency, but thankfully all is well. Yes. So Yeah, it's happy. been a rough month for uh, the Salyer household. <laughs> With vacation and then an unfortunate injury that needs to needed to have surgery. We're kind of slipping behind, but I'll do everything I can to get us caught up as soon as possible. But for everybody out there, Team Steve is doing much better, and we're very happy for that because he's like the rock on our side here. He, my my husband makes fun of me. He's like, God, you ramble. I hope Steve at least has his stuff together. <laughs> But anyway, we have ratings. Yes, it's we a do. miracle. Yes, we do. Episode five brought in a zero point one zero in adults eighteen to forty nine with point four three four million viewers, making it the eighty eighth overall cable show for the day, which was up from the previous episode. So keep it up. Yay! Oh man, I don't know how this is way higher. I don't know. I am so I excited every time <laughs> Killjoys comes on and. Just the response and the fact that it's almost always trending on Twitter. Yes. I just feel like that would be way higher, but I don't know how they figure out the ratings. We've talked about this. I'm so confused. Right. Over and over and And over. Yeah. (laughs) Like we're done beating that horse. Yeah. So (laughs) let's jump into episode five, shall we? Let's do it. Reening pains. With Dav's newborn son's life on the line, the trio take desperate measures to save him. Okay, so I'm going to jump way ahead and just say there was that cheesy montage that happened. I loved it. (laughs) It was so 80s television. I know I I just jumped way ahead, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, that was so hilarious. hilarious. I was like, awesome. Who directed this? Was it an 80s like TV producer? I don't know. It was something else, and it just had me cracking up. Yeah. And just the response on Twitter for that was pretty amazing, too. Yes, it was. Oh, my goodness. So let's jump in, because the baby wasn't exactly a baby very long. No. Minutes. So, right. <laughs> and that's kind of scary. So we pick up from last week. And we get to see, wow, what is it like to have a baby on board of Lucy? Well, a little awkward because everyone starts having to shift around. And there's some people who aren't exactly super happy, such as Pre, because he's not getting his beauty sleep. Yes. (laughs) And, well, Dov is kind of 
out there. He's yeah, like misplaced. I, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know where to sleep. And he's just kind of hanging out in Dutch's room against the wall, which just seemed weird too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? And then it's like, oh, okay. I guess they're gonna have some adult time after the awkward uh, waking up of Dutch and uh, <laughs> about to get himself shot. Right. It's like if this is how you you try to warm up to somebody. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know. It dove. I feel like you you're better. Johnny and her had better chemistry, like in that that dance scene a couple episodes. Right. Yes. I don't even like that. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. It's just got to be. He's like, I'm a dad now, and everything is weird, and I don't know what to do. Even though I had no part in becoming the dad, right? <laughs> I think he's just going to be in a really awkward area in his head for a long time. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, they've got that long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do think he's having issues dealing with it, and. Of course, Dutch is also having issues dealing with what she knows. And yeah, they do have some adult time to at least relieve some of their stresses. But yeah, they're they're not in a good place right now, relationship-wise. Right. I feel like the whole crew is kind of like right. not in a good place. But we have Zeph still being great, trying to make sure everything's good with the baby. And well... I guess making sure Johnny is Johnny and not hull and douche Johnny. Yeah. They had a little back and forth and I liked it because Johnny was able to admit that he was a total Joe jackass. Yes. And, and Zeph said, you darn right you were. <laughs> right. And then it was like, okay, it's fine. Oh, okay, great. I mean, I'm happy, but it's like just watching and like, would they have been that easily accepting of you know him being like i'm i'm done with it i'm over it but then thinking about everything they've gone through i'm like yeah i really think they would have been that over it that quick and then like okay yeah it's the green goo it's gone we're good right i had a knife in your spine i guess you know we're even <laughs> yeah <laughs> so thankfully all is good but everyone's tired like i said Zeph falls asleep for a minute and next thing we know we hear a crying baby and fine there's not a baby anymore no. It's a six-year-old. I loved it, too, when they all come out in the hall, like, what the heck's going on? Where's the baby? And everyone looks at Zeph. She's like, I thought it was with you. The whole, I thought you had the baby. <laughs> right. But they turned, and that's when I said Pre came out a little unhappy. He's like, why do you guys hate me? Yeah. <laughs> but he turns, and I loved it, because wasn't Pre the first one? It's like, who's that? Yeah. And, like, everyone's heads whip around, and I was thinking, oh, my God, what's it going to be? And that somehow, like, the lady got on board or something. Right. No, it's a six-year-old. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Hold everything here. That's quite a growth spurt. Just a little. In uh, less than a day, he's grown to the equivalent of a six-year-old. Yeah, that that's some massive growth spurts there. I mean, that's one way to get past the terrible twos, but... <laughs> I don't know. And you miss to keep from having to deal with the baby. So you got to give the writers yeah, that's true. for that. To... No, no diapers, no nappies. Yep. Because that would have been weird. Yes. Especially Delsea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Cannot see her changing a diaper. No. And that actually comes to play. Well, kind of. Like Delsea comes to play 
later. And I kind of feel bad, which is weird that I'm saying that about Delcea. She was talking about a ritual that needed to be done while the baby's still nursing. And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> about You're not that. going to be nursing anything. Right. It's like. Not now, that first, she would have anyway, but. Yeah, I know. And I know I'm, I'm like jumping all ahead. And I'm sorry, guys. But it's weird how in that moment. And I've said before, I don't have kids. So I understand, though, that there's like crazy hormones and like, obviously, she's coming off of a whole different level of hormone issues being Holland and then not Holland and then having this. And then it's like smack. By the way, you're going to get all sorts of overload right now. So I actually feel bad for her. And it's weird that I feel bad for her, (laughs) at least in my mind. Right. But anyway, let me back it up a little. So Zeph and Johnny were trying to figure out what is going on with the not-so-baby anymore. Right. And it's like they're throwing out terms, which they're saying are pretty fast. I'm like, I have no idea what that is, but it sounds good. I guess we're going with it. And we do find out, because we do have some feedback we will talk about, they did use the wrong term. Yes. But Oops. And... I'm wondering how hard it was because these terms, these scientific terms, some of them are like really close to each other and they're just hard to say anyway, but pretty impressive anyway. Yeah. But when Zeph starts talking about it, I mean, she does say that, oh, well, maybe it's just a little bit. And they're like, no, no, no. Maybe he's just going to age like this. And then, okay, maybe another six years. And I love it because I'm thinking back when she was talking about how quickly the baby was growing in the womb. Right. And she's like, if we don't get this baby out, she's going to have like a four-year-old camping out in her uterus. And I'm like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she's obviously not thinking about that. No. She's thinking about the immediate, like, wow, this is what's in front of me, but not thinking, holy crap, what did I just do and just say a little while ago? Like it wasn't clicking for her. And I wonder if that would have helped her out any sooner. I think it, yeah, I think it probably would have at least given her somewhere to go with it. I mean, she does kind of get the idea that, yeah, it looks like the Holland cells are taking over the human cells and that's what's causing this accelerated growth. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just think if she'd have thought back a little bit, it would have been like, wait a second, this is not something new. Right. This didn't happen after the, (laughs) after the birth. Right. This was going on the entire time. Well, yeah, because Delcea was only pregnant for, what, like a month? Yeah, at best. (laughs) Pretty quick, yeah. Well, let's jump over to Turin, which, you know, he decides to check in and we find out, hey, the Holland Armada that's on board, well, everything stopped because everything's frozen. Well, we kind of knew that, at least we all knew that right Right, as the audience yeah but the the crew didn't and of course they called turin because they wanted to head to the armada to try to figure out what was going on with the baby right well that's not a good plan because he ain't got no power right and well there's stuff going on down in westerly too it's like wait 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 what what is happening well apparently Kids are being taken in the middle of the night. And don't worry, because Garrett and Fancy Lee are on it. And you hear this, and I'm thinking, ooh, if Pre finds out, yeah, you are in so much trouble. Oh, but apparently, Dutch has a little inkling of who might be doing this. It's got to be people who work for the lady. 
Right. Because she's searching for the first naturally born Holland child because she knows at least a little bit that Neela's been working on something. Right. But how are you just going to assume every freaking kid in Westerly could be this child? Right. Well, that's where they're main base of operation is so yeah to me it makes sense that yes more than likely they were on westerly when the child was born so let's take all the children until we find the one we're looking for and they're not looking for babies so obviously the lady knew right that it would have accelerated growth which is interesting and obviously this is also something we as the audience are getting but the team isn't getting. Right. So it's weird, like, when you can put these pieces together because we're getting the bigger picture. Right. But we can't go to the quad because if they're taking kids, that means chances are good they're going to take the right kid at one point. Right. And, of course, Pre finds out and he says, no, 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 no. I got to bail now and get back to Old Town and find out what's going on with his boy. Right, his gear bear. <laughs> it's okay, Steve, I'll say it. You can't. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Pre can be scary, and I love it. But we see Pre packing up and talking to Dutch, and I love it because Pre's like, grabs Delsea's blue coat, and she's like, come on. Dutch is like, she's passed out right now, but we've got to deal with her crabby butt when she gets up and sees that you took her stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. He's like, it looks better on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were able to pull off like blinged out eyebrows too. And I don't think she could, but come on, pre give us a little bit here just yeah. because we're going to deal with crazy Delsea, human Delsea again when she wakes up. Right. So he decides, okay, fine. And Johnny is pushing them to get back to the quad in order to save the kid, but Pippin puts out that he knows someone on Utopia that can help. Well, this is weird, too, because Pippin, of all people, was really good with the the baby and the kid. Oh, yeah. I wasn't expecting this. No. And there was some great lines because he's trying to find food for the kid. And the kid says his name first. And he's looking for something from the drink. And this is when he ends up piping in about, oh, well, maybe we can do this. Because I love that he's looking around. And he's like, do you guys have anything that's not alcohol oh, on this? Or have you guys been drunk for this whole time I've known you? <laughs> I was dying. Yes. Because you think about it, then you're like, wait a second. They've only had alcohol. What are they? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> One of those things like, wait, what? Oh, man. Okay. It was funny. And he just overhears them talking about, oh, well, we need chemical weapon he's like oh hey i know that guy yeah pip really what were you into i mean really into before i'm starting to get a little worried oh yeah yeah pip wasn't just a con artist he was definitely dealing with some not so good people and of course utopia this isn't the first time we've visited utopia uh we saw that's where uh davin had his war flashbacks and missing memories in Season 1, Episode 7, with Dr. Yeager, played by Amanda Tapping. Oh my gosh, seems like forever ago. Yeah, 
And they also met Carlene there, who helped them get closer to finding Klein. So, back to a uh, familiar hunt, at least. Yeah. I don't know. It looked so different, though. Right. But that may just be me. Yeah. So, they seek out Crabbin, a bioweapon maker on Utopia that Pippin knows. And, like you said earlier, we get that great scene where they're coming up with their plan. <laughs> Oh, my God. It was so awesomely cheap. Mask or no mask for death. <laughs> it was just great. It reminded me oh, just like every cheesy, like, high school 80s kind of thing. Right. It's like, this is what we're going to do, and it's going to turn out great. And even the thumbs up so, side. Yeah. <laughs> cheesy smile. Yes. I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be horrible it's gonna go totally wrong that's all i kept thinking right and of course pip goes oh no you can't be messing with this guy i'm getting that hello out of here after the first bribe attempt goes nowhere right he says no we're no we're not kidnapping this guy no 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 and i'm going back to the ship Uh, yeah okay you do that and I love that, like, they didn't even get it out of their mouth. And he's like, okay, bye. And he takes yeah. off running. <laughs> and, of course, the scene where Davin distracts the storefront, pretending to rob them, while Dutch and Johnny move into the safe room, ready for Kevin to do- drop in, was just hilarious. Oh, my gosh, it was. And it's funny because he was just like, yeah, all the shiny stuff. What? What are you, like, a crow or something you know he's like i need shiny things what is wrong with you they decide to take a stimulant and that causes davin to do it and it just goes back and forth especially with the big guy and they just go at it with each that was so funny the fight scene was really great but yeah they kept like i can't remember what kind of stimulant it was but yeah they kept like basically Shooting up the stimulants and like so they can keep fighting. And oh, they God. were just having so much fun. Oh, they were cracking up the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I wonder if, if that kind of started like, okay, they've had to do a couple takes and they just start laughing. And if they're like, wait, that works even better. better right. Like, I feel like that's what it is. I know nothing, but it just, it feels like that would be something that would happen. Right. Absolutely. They, you're talking, they're filming at three or four o'clock in the morning and everybody's just punch drunk and wanting to go home. And <laughs> right. They're like, you know, this is a good take. Let's use this of all of them. <laughs> oh, man. So, of course, Johnny and Dutch pop into the safe room and Kevin never shows or in does- person. <laughs> The yeah, that was weird. Is, yeah, the guy has turned himself and uploaded his consciousness into his computer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you're talking Johnny's language. Right. And, of course, he's gassing him, and Johnny's able to walk Dutch through hacking through and outsmarting the AI and saving them and then kidnapping the AI. That was remarkable. Yes. It's like, wait a second. You're basically dying right now and you still managed to hack in yeah i am so impressed with both of them right johnny to be able to walk dutch through it and for dutch to be able to do it we've never seen a whole lot of technical savvy with dutch up until now but she pulled this one off 
Yeah, I was impressed. Now let's go back to Lucy, now that everybody's not dying, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> but baby, well, former baby, <laughs> now toddler, now not so toddler. Yeah, him sitting up and you seeing his spine just... Oh, it was so creepy. It yeah. was like something out of Alien. Yes. Really I was like, was. oh, I I was cringing because it really did look so weird. I was like, oh, God, that just looks painful. And I had to keep reminding myself, this isn't really happening. Right. <laughs> but, oh, man, it was crazy. So he is now a teenager. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Six hours at top, maybe four. And he's yes. turned into teenage Jacoby, and it's like, wow. And hey, that kid looks familiar. Yeah. Just happened to be on another one of our shows, The Expanse. Yep. And I got really worried because it didn't end so well for him over there. No. <laughs> As Jaden Noel, hopefully he has a much better run than he did over on The Expanse. Yes. So this was weird because... Yeah, you definitely have a lot of head scratching going on, like something is not right. For real, what do we do now? Right. And you have an awesome awkward exchange (laughs) between Johnny and Lucy trying to negotiate letting Craven basically into her system to help solve this problem. Right. And I love it because Lucy's just like, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. (laughs) And then it got really, I don't even know how to say it. It's even more funny. It got really weird because then, I mean, we know Lucy is like an AI, but she was never a person as far as we know. Right. You never know what the company did way back. Uh, Yeah. But suddenly she's talking to Craven and Craven is like. Hitting on her. (laughs) And Johnny looked almost jealous. Yes, he did. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he, he was not liking the moves Craven was move, putting on Lucy. That's for no. sure. I love it. And then Lucy, I didn't think she liked either of the guys right away. because, Or this episode, I should say, because she's like, you know, I can erase you and rewrite you with cookie recipes. And I'm like, <laughs> girl after my own heart. Yes. Wow. That's funny. Because... I'm watching this, listening, and I'm like, you know, you guys, neither neither of the two, Johnny or Craven, are listening to Lucy until Lucy starts doing her calculations, and Craven's like, oh, here, I'll help you. It's much too complicated. And she's like, done? He's like, what? Yeah. So, I mean, at least he was surprised. Johnny didn't seem so surprised about it, but like neither of them thought it was going to be something that she would be able to do so quickly. Right. So... I mean, maybe she didn't really need him. No. But I guess for the whatever. Well, I don't, yeah, the, the bio knowledge she probably put to good use that and, he had. Yeah. And then you had Dav talking to Dutch, and this was just a whole nother level because he's so overstimulated. It's like he's drunk. Yeah. And he's like, I should go talk to him. I'll go talk to him. Okay, I'm going to go do that. What do I say? <laughs> And it was like, it reminded God, this, she's going to kill me if she listens. But it reminds me of my friend who we went out one time and she got so drunk. She thought she was whispering when yeah. we were at White Castle. 
And she's like, God, this is horrible. She, she really will kill me. She hears this. But she was doing exactly like dad. Like, right. Oh, my God. His hair is so spiky. I should touch it. And it's kind of like dad. Like, what do I say? I'm his dad. Dude. You know, and it was the same <laughs> The same thing. And right. it's just so funny because I feel like everybody could relate to somebody who's like, in, you know, just so super tired that they're punch drunk or just drunk or whatever. Right. And they're dav right there. He played and it real well. He did. That's what, another thing. It's like, okay, is this really like super early or they get him up and he has like no sleep? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he worked until 4 a.m. the previous night on the fight scene, and they get right? him up at 6 for today's call, and, and they're doing this scene. Right, because then he's just like, look at my hands. It's like, oh my gosh, my stuff touchers. That's another one of our shows, yeah. but that's what I was like. What? That's what I almost wanted to hear. Yeah. Really? It was like, say it. But anyway, I love it because Dutch is trying to be reassuring, and and she's trying to be that like sober friends it's like just go to sleep yeah <laughs> don't worry i'll tell him what he needs to hear because you always do and then finally yeah just kind of maneuvers him and like just lay down you know it's like yeah. you'll be fine you'll figure it out later yeah and as soon as dad goes to sleep mom wakes up and this is where i really felt bad for her and they had to tell her what's up and she goes in and sees him and i thought she was going to not cry but I thought she was going to go find Dev and be like, what did you do? Right. <laughs> Even though it wasn't his fault, but it's a thing. Yeah. But as we're working on a problem all around, what happens? Well, a couple people are missing off the ship. Yeah. And we get some great back and forth with Lucy and Johnny about her notifying them when somebody leaves. Yeah, this doesn't seem to be the first time, nor do I think it will be the last, last time. No. Aye, aye, aye. Well, it seems that the spider is finally making itself known. Yeah, big time as Pip has run off with little Jacoby. Yeah, because we don't have a name yet. No. And it's weird because we keep seeing like his hand like moving, like the fingers moving a certain way. Right, twitching. Yeah. And that's when it seems like the spider was like almost in control because then he comes back. But this time, apparently he didn't come back and he's talking to the kid. And of course, the kid just wants to eat. Typical teenager at that point. Right. But somehow, like he knows that it's not Pip. Right. He says, you won't make it to see her. And I was like, "Uh oh, yeah. What does he know? How does he know this stuff? Right. And. We find out that Pip had bought two tickets to get them off of Utopia. Right. And in comes the team. And apparently Dav has managed to get himself together. Yeah. And right then, though, Pip kind of comes back. Right. It's like, what? Where am I? Right. And then it's just like, not in the face. <laughs> and I, I'm just thinking nobody wins with a head but Dav. Come on. Right. <laughs> Except him. Yeah. Well, back to the ship, and poor Zeph. Oh, man, she had a sedate Pip. Even though she's like, we're not a thing, but they're kind of a thing. Yeah, they're a thing when they're not a thing. And they're yeah. not a thing when they are a thing. Talk and about confusing. 
Right. She has no idea what's going on and they have him sedated. So he's not telling them what's happening. But this is all weird and awkward. And whoa, it's already weird and awkward. So Dab's just going to jump right in. Hey, I'm your dad. And I love his face because he's just kind of like, huh? Huh? And the kid is like, thanks. Okay. Uh, what does that mean? We got a sandwich around here. <laughs> and a soda. <laughs> right, right. Something not an alcoholic. I don't know. But I don't know. It's like you wanted there to be more. But at the same time, what's anybody else going to say? Right. So we're going to just look at each other and be like, okay. But when all this is happening, Lucy finds a way to stabilize. And I love it because she did it so fast that everybody was surprised, including Craven and his little smart Alex self. Yeah. Even to after. Bribe Lucy to go with him. Right. She's just like, eh, no. And so they're able to stabilize him, and it was great. And hopefully he won't have a very sticky ending like he had in the other show. <laughs> right. But hey, if the kid's staying on the ship, I think this means we need some food and non-alcoholic uh, beverages. Yeah. And we get the scene with Delsea and Johnny where Delsea is just not dealing with the emotions at all. Oh, my gosh. Like I said, she's got... Crazy hormones, pregnancy hormones, and it's like super advanced because it was like a super quick pregnancy. Yeah. And now she's human again. So she's got to deal with that stuff. And then the fact that her baby's not a baby and it's been less than 12 hours. <laughs> wow. And she actually, she does say though to Johnny, it's like, oh crap, I can't remember the exact line, but it was something like, how do I make this better? Right. And he's like, make amends for all the horrible stuff that you've done. Of all the people, Johnny, because I know he's so upset with what has happened. Right. With Delsea throughout the seasons and the fact that she killed the love of his life, Potter. Yeah. And he's the one who seems to be okay and telling her exactly what she needs to hear. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of like, what? And that's why I felt like the back and forth with Lucy and Johnny earlier, like you didn't hear any kind of genuine emotion so much from Johnny previously. Right. Since Potter. Right. And it's like Lucy's the only one he is like getting close to. And I feel like it's all because of this, this thing with Elsea. Yep. I agree. And that's kind of weird, but you know, hey, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) With Lucy, he doesn't have to be emotional. But he has an emotional connection. Right. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a strange relationship. There's no doubt. But that's Johnny. Yeah. Well, let's jump back to the Armada, shall we? Yes. Turn has realized that the dolls are moving on their own. Rut row. I don't think he realized it exactly. But no. Well, he <laughs> comes through the hall and he goes, weren't there uh, two lines of dolls in there? <laughs> and he's with the, the one that Zeph messed with before in order to get him to help them and he actually realizes who he is oh yeah i forgot about that like he he realized his name yeah he remembered it and then he just basically turns and hugs turin just in time to have the dolls go flying past them i thought that was weird and i couldn't figure out why he was doing it yeah (laughs) he was like Okay, and you know, and even Turn's reaction was like, uh, have they gone yet? 
yeah, they're 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 past. Then can you let me go? <laughs> Why do you think he did that? Was it kind of mask him, or was it the only thing he could he thought to do? Well, I think it was part of his person coming through. Okay. Yes, he would do as a normal person. If he was in that situation, he would have done something to try to help save Turin. Well, that's what he ends up doing. Yeah, okay. So I think we're starting to see a little bit of loosening on at least this one with the lady's control. And so they may be able to use what they did to him on any of the others that they encounter to try to get them back to being human. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Like, I I wasn't even thinking. You're, like, thinking way deeper than me. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, now that all of the dolls are not exactly dolls anymore. Right. They're all gone. Yeah. And all the Blackroot ships are gone because they've decided to jump in and go, well, where the heck did they go? Right. We don't know. They just took off and it's like, what the what? We don't see a inside one of their heads where the lady goes, you need to take the ship and go to this location. No, we don't get that. They just up and disappear. It's like, what the hell? Head scratcher. Yeah. So we go down to Westerly to check on Jared and Fancy. And they're stocking out what they have identified as how the doors are being marked. Oh, thank I. Yeah, they stick around and see people who are stealing the kids. And of course, Garrett doesn't stand for it and is not big enough to take on these two hulks and ends up getting kidnapped. Which, why would you take him if you're looking for kids? That really didn't make any sense. No, it really didn't. No clue as in, to me, that kind of says that these are the dolls because they aren't using any common sense. Right. They're just taking, oh, you're in our way. Well, you're coming. You're, we're taking you with us because yeah. we don't know. Maybe you ex- grew even faster. Oh, see, I didn't even think of that. Right. So. That was just weird, though. Yeah. And, of course, Fancy's watching all of this and. Guy comes up behind him, the old man who's marking the uh, doors, and shoots Fancy. Yeah, I'm sure that'll turn out great for you. Yeah. <laughs> Who fortunately gets found by Pre. Mm-hmm. And Pre is not going to be happy, and you are all in a lot of trouble. Yeah. His boy is gone, and no. Warlords are coming. Oh, man, oh, man. Back on uh, Lucy. We have our trio sitting down and probably having non-non-alcoholic drinks, (laughs) trying to solve the story that Klein made Dutch remember things that weren't really uh, how they happened. Right. And it was great because Johnny's like, no, it wasn't a woman. It was a man talking about like the assassin. And then it was like, oh, you didn't shoot the rack officer. I did. It was like the little pieces. Right. And it's like. Wait a second. What the heck? How did how did this happen? What did he do? And then all of a sudden they're like, wait a second. This has got to be part of the code. What else did he change that only I would know? Right. So it's like, okay, things are finally going to fall into place. Or at least we have a reason for the first episode. <laughs> That's true. So I guess we wait and see how much falls into place. Right. Oh my gosh. So that was just 
a crazy episode. And we have some feedback this week or what? Yes, we do. Our friend Fred from the Netherlands, as always, has provided some great feedback. So let's take a listen. Hello, Fangirl Zone podcasters. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Killjoy Season 4, Episode 5. Today is the 18th of August. I like this episode. Although it had several major and minor storylines, it still was not too complicated. I have to say, I really had enough of those episodes with a kind of pseudo-psychedelic storylines in the green. Storylines where you never knew who is who and what is true and what not. Okay, I encountered 8 major and minor storylines. Storyline number 1. The boy that is growing very fast. By whom is he taken care of? He is taken care of by Pepin. Who had expected that? Pepin has some very nice quotes in the beginning of the episode when he is taking care of the boy. Question. What do we have in the way of substance and or beverage for a rather hungry young lad? And then a little later. Uh, um, hi, excuse me. And he is disturbing uh, three of them again. Do you seriously have no drinks that aren't alcoholic? Or have you all just been drunk the entire time? I've known you. Okay. Second storyline, the rescuing of the boy for growing old too rapidly. Quote from Seth, this biology is way beyond me. There is a very funny coincidental nitpick for me here to make. When Devon, Johnny and Seth are talking about the boy, they say, and Devon is walking towards Seth and Johnny, tell me, do you have something? And Seth, I am seeing aggressive telomere degradation. Porphyria? Johnny, the aging disease? He aged five years in like five minutes. That isn't a disease. That's more like an explosion. I think the makers meant progeria and not porphyria. The funny fact and very coincidental thing is that porphyria is a very rare genetic disease I am specialized in. It's a metabolic disease where the production of heme is hampered. You need heme to make, for instance, your hemoglobin which transports the oxygen through your body. So it's a very important protein. Heme also has another function in your body, mainly in your liver. When heme cannot be produced normally, the half-products of heme, the so-called porphyrins, pile up in your body, giving complaints as gastrointestinal problems, neurological problems, psychological problems, cutaneous photosensitivity and anemia, with enlargement of the spleen. Okay, third storyline. Although it's getting help for the boy, I see the whole story on a utopia with Mr. Craven as a somewhat separate storyline. When Pepin, Johnny, Devon and Dutch sit at the bar at Utopia and discuss how they would operate, I get a kind of Mission Impossible feeling about it. Other people had referred to it as a reminiscent of Ocean's Eleven. Fourth storyline. The story with Garrett and Fancy Lee in Old Town trying to stop the children's kidnappers. Fifth storyline, Turn and his Holland popsicles. And at the end, these ships, these Holland ships, fly uh, into the, the Milky Way and into space. And where are they going, actually? No idea. And how did they get activated, suddenly? Sixth storyline, Delsea's emotional roller coaster. Is Johnny going to redeem her when he says, You want to stop feeling bad, Delsea? Stop being a shitty person. Do the work. Seventh storyline. Devon's I'm your dad story. And last, 
8, the 8th storyline, Pepin's aberrant behavior story. What is the story with this mechanical spider anyhow? Is he in him or not? Or did he just get a scratch? I think we're finally going to learn about that in the next episode. Funniest part of the episode, Johnny being jealous. Okay, Craven, we are dealing with a rapidly evolving genetic anomaly that needs an antidote, and you're going to help us find it. Or else, Craven, or else what? I'm untouchable. Lucy, you are also currently stored in my random access memory. One cash purge and I override you with cookie recipes. Craven, uh, show me the problem. And what is your name, dear? Lucy, Johnny? Johnny, just stick to the genetics, lover bites. Okay, that were all my storylines. And of course, I wanted to end with genetics. Greetings, all the best. Fred from the Netherlands. Yeah, Fred, this was a pretty amazing episode with uh, <laughs> a couple of good storylines. Nothing real heavy to think about, but still a lot of fun. And this is what I was talking about earlier, that Fred had said the line was, I see, I'm seeing aggressive, I'm going to screw this up to you guys, <laughs> telomere degradation, profaria, which I said that wrong, which there, you know, Johnny's like the aging disease that's you know, not what happened. Well, turns out that Fred apparently studies the profaria, which is a rare genetic disease. So he knew right away that wasn't right. Right. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) And he, how like random, and that's awesome that you're actually studying that because that's your special field. Yeah. That you're thinking they mean progeria, which like I said, it's similar, like just not exact, of course, but for you know, layman's like us, yeah, <laughs> probably like okay, she got one of the words. It's a real thing at this point, you know. And it's so interesting though because Fred gave us a whole bunch of information, right, about the what, disease and what it does. Yeah, it's yeah, you don't definitely want to not with, with the kid. Yeah, now. you don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to get this disease. Believe me. <laughs> So thank you for like getting that. And we were talking about Pip of all people. Yeah, I was was not expecting Pip to be the one. It was weird. Right. Like, and he's like, really trying to entertain the kid. So I just thought that just what we've seen of Pip, that was nothing I would expect. And I don't remember if he says he has any like brothers or sisters. I don't think he did, but maybe he always wanted wanted more to hang around with and that's why he's like that right uh yeah i think there was a mention of family but it wasn't much (laughs) right uh and you talking about reminiscent of ocean 11 oceans 11 i can see that (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just feel like i said it was very cheesy yeah and and that's why i thought it was funny and i think they kind of did it where it was almost like a mashup of all those like heist kind of movies and they just kind of put it all together and that's why they made it kind of cheesy so nobody would take it too serious right and of course yeah we had several storylines that we had in the episode and they all had their moments of entertaining lines that's for sure davin of course and i am your dad you almost wanted to say it wanted him to say i am your father (laughs) (laughs) oh i think People would have really been ticked. I don't know. <laughs> there have been a 
big groan through Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't know what the Holland ships are up to with the dolls. Maybe they're tied to the children being kidnapped. Maybe, maybe not. Don't really know. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah, maybe we'll find out. And yeah, the funniest part of the episode definitely was Johnny getting jealous. <laughs> yes, I did like that. Especially calling him lover bites. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, it's apropos that we end with genetics. Thank you so much, Fred. Can't wait to hear from you next episode. All right. So this was a crazy episode and we hope you enjoyed it. So why don't you let us know what you think? Shoot us an email, sci-fi talk at S-Y-F-Y talk at fangirlzone.com. Let us know your thoughts uh, while you're at it. If you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the show and the podcast. And if you want to check out our webpage, it is www.fangirlzone.com. I am actually reworking stuff, trying to make the con list, like our photos through cons, a little easier. Ugh. I'm very slowly doing that because I weirdly woke up and I'm like, I have an idea. I know how to make this work. It was so great when I woke up from that dream. I wish that I just held on to it because it didn't come out as great as I thought. So I'm still working, but that's just the one page, guys. Everything else still works right. Just, yeah, you can't see the photos well there. So if that's the case, head over to our Facebook page because you can see all the photos from the cons there. It's so much easier until I figure out what I screwed up because (laughs) I was half asleep and thought it was a great idea. You know, (laughs) now I really need sleep sometimes. But anyway, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Do you seriously have no drinks that aren't alcoholic or have y'all been drunk the entire time I've known you? Until next time.